abandon all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. Nice sunny day out there. And no gaming. Well, maybe. I got to talk to my grandson. See, I'm still reluctant to do Roll20 as far as game mastering goes. I play Roll20 in my Monday game. We use Roll20. And I played it in other games too, but GMing just seems kind of intimidating. Even though I had my grandson, Gage, show me how to do it and things like that. But what I think I'm going to do with him is I'm going to do a one-on-one while he's on his computer and I'm on mine. So he can sort of, we'll just play out like a few encounters on Roll20 in a test game and he can walk me through stuff. Because I'm thinking of just starting a game for anybody who wants to play that I can get involved in it, but they're going to have to understand it's going to be a learning experience for me. It's going to be a learning curve. So with the one-on-one with Gage and I, I'm hoping that the that will lessen the learning curve for me. So we'll see if that happens. Anyway, I hope you all do. Like I said, I hope you all doing well. And today I'm going to do the last of the three John Allen Large voicemails that I got. And we will get to those right after this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Now, John sent me, like I said, some some voicemails, and here he's talking about that episode I did about the re- the uh, getting back into the hobby and clones, retro clones, and things like that. Go ahead, John. Hey there, Glenn. It's John here again. Just been listening to your episode. We talked about people getting back into the hobby, and I've got to agree with you. I mean, I sort of came in AD and second edition, but didn't really play a lot of D and D around that time, and it was only sort of. Uh, third edition onwards that I actually sort of played D&D semi-regularly and it was via the discovery of the like, the retro clones and like, OSR stuff that got me to actually go back and look at those older editions. Now since then after like a fair bit of scouting around I've managed to sort of build up a small collection of AD&D first edition books since I heard everyone raving about those and I've sort of slightly managed to collect the orange spine versions I'm not going any further than that because I'm not sort of obsessively collecting them but there's loads of good retro clones out there I mean at the minute I'm running a campaign using old school essentials which as I'm sure you know is based on BX D&D I've also got Dark Dungeons which is based on the Rules Cyclopedia version which you can get on print on demand I've got a copy of that as well very so the retro clones are Lamentations of the Flame Princess, uh, like you say, Osric and stuff like that. And these um, OSR versions, a lot of which are available with art-free versions for very little money online, are a great way of sort of 
dipping your toe in the water and seeing whether you maybe do want to invest a bit more in getting involved in like D&D or some of the older versions without having to spend that outlay of money. I absolutely agree. Very much enjoyed the episode, dude. Great to hear you back on the airwaves. Take care and I'll catch you soon. Thanks, John. I appreciate it as always. So they're both uh, old school essentials and dark dungeons, both good, very good ways to start. I have Old School Essentials, the basic right now. I plan to get the Advanced Fantasy Edition core rules. I've got two of the books, but the other two haven't come out yet. But probably what I'm going to do is get the the two books that go for, with the fantasy, Advanced Fantasy. So, But anyway, I got that. I've got Dark Dungeons. I've got Rule Cyclopedia. I've got the originals. And... They are very good at helping you get in, back into the hobby. Clones are clones to me are invaluable. They're great. Uh, I got like I said, I had the old school essentials. I had the BX essentials before that. I had a whole I have a whole set of those, which is just the same thing, only not a, the the first version. Yeah, um, orange spine editions. Nothing wrong with them. I used to have a whole. I used to have a complete set of Orange Spine editions, and I'm not obsessive as far as collecting. Well, something, but. But I don't have to have, you know, every edition of every game, every printing. I went and I, I sold off my three main books or gave them away or something like that. Because I had all orange spine, but I wanted the original covers for some reason. So at North Texas one year, one of the dealers is, was selling a set and I picked it up. The first, well, actually it's the second set I picked up. The first set of original covers I got and... I got rid of it. <laughs> I got. I think it was the Monster Manual I just got rid of. Yeah, I just got rid of the Monster Manual and picked up another copy of the original cover because it looked like somebody poured coffee all through the book. Their coffee looked like coffee stains all through the book. So I just, I needed another one. And it's funny because I don't really like those covers. I mean, I like the Player's Handbook cover. That's classic. You know, that's classic D&D right there. But I always thought like the DMG... I look at it with the Afrit and I go, you know, that doesn't even, it It looks like the, that guy's just trying to, the girl's tr climbing on like, a, he looks like a statue. He's he's like, he's just sitting there like that. And to me, the Monster Manual cover is kind of an art disaster that looks like some high school kid who plays D&D, &D, how he would draw monsters and stuff in a notebook during class. Only this time they put they they inked it up and they colored it. I'm I never I mean it just it's just such a goofy cover. But at the same time they're classic covers. And if I pull out like the DMG, I mean when I was in hospital for my surgery, the doctor came in after the surgery and he saw I, ha I had the DMG sitting there on the table on the the tray because I was you know I would spend some time reading it had nothing else to do. And he just geeked out over it. It was great. He's like, oh, man, my brother used to have all these. And he even, he even whipped out his phone. Can I take a picture of it? It's like, Go ahead. I mean, it's that class. It's that kind of class. So for better or worse, the covers are the covers. And I could live with that just to have a set of classic D&D books with the classic covers. Even though the DMG cover on the Orange Spun one rocks hard. It is great. It just, the guy at the door, opening the door like that, it just, it reeks of, I am the dungeon master, that kind of thing. <laughs> so, 
And as far as like getting going again, all those are good suggestions on what games to start. And again, most of most if not all, you can get a free version somewhere, especially stuff like Osric and uh, Swords of Wizardry. I know and Labyrinth Lord. You know those things. I'm not sure about Lamentations. Lamentations isn't exactly my favorite one, but I believe there is a no art version out there somewhere, maybe or at least a quick start. Quick starts aren't bad. They can be good. Also, don't forget Swords and Wizardry Light. It's two pages, it's free, and you can play up to level three. And if you want to go further, you can do Swords and Wizardry Continual Light, which goes up to level seven. And with ways to extend that for further levels, if you don't go into Swords and Wizardry core, uh, Complete, which you, you should. But it sounds like I'm just pushing these products today. But it's it's that kind of day. It's kind of a weird day, you know. But yeah, jumping into the hobby is not all that hard. Jumping back into the hobby is not all that hard. Like I said, it's like, you know, you fall off a bicycle, you just get right back on. And, you know, pretty soon you may be a little rusty. You may have to look up a rule or two you may have forgot. But it's it's all good and it's all there. And I think some of the best games... I've seen been run with for guys who like who've been away the hobby up to 20 years and okay this is my first game in 20 years I'm going to play it and I usually have a ball those guys you know you don't forget you know you you just you just got to start exercising those muscle those brain muscles again and it just it works out that way so thank you John I appreciate it thank you for all those emails that was great you guys want to do that you can do it Sure. I mean, we'll, I'll, I'll spend whole episodes just elaborating on emails, or if you come up with a subject that I haven't covered, and you send me a voicemail or something like that, or even an email, I could just, if I can get a whole, I'll do a whole episode on it, if it's, if it's relevant. Anyway, I gotta go start my day. So, if you want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognot at gmail.com, or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. Thanks again to Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, and John Allen. Thanks, guys. Don't forget Dan Gregg's The Young, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognard Podcast, Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Albert Podcast, Big John Allen Larger's The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.